Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm Dan Nunn. Hey, you know, we have some crazy stuff going on. There was a vote in the House today uh, on the national level. They voted on the Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act, which is it seems it should be pretty common sense, right? I mean, men should not be able to compete in women's sports, therefore uh, nullifying basically Title IX and and the empowerment of women and their ability to compete and win in an equal environment. No, apparently the Democrats, they all think that, that that's not good. And in fact, they accused McCarthy of wanting to get Eric Swalwell, of course, the guy who, you know, was doing the Chinese spy. He accused McCarthy of wanting to inspect the genitals genitals of high school students in the locker room. These are not serious people, okay? They're, they're just not. Uh, in Washington State, we have all kinds of crazy stuff going on. I'm going to talk about it one more time today, and that is that children are allowed to run away from home, go to a youth shelter, and the state is not obligated to inform the parents where the child is. The child can go there under any sort of pretense, and then they can go ahead and have a gender reassignment and gender affirming, gender affirming, I say that loosely, I hate using that term, care without the parent knowing. So your child runs away, you're, you're scared to death for them, and they're gone for months, and they your boy comes back a little girl. Hmm, pretty cool, huh? Yeah, all under taxpayer money. Mortgage rates, apparently people who have better credit and can put down a higher down payment are going to be penalized for living responsibly and being able to afford a home, and they will have to uh, pay extra so that those who don't have as good of credit or cannot put down as large of a down payment can get lower interest rates. Hmm, makes sense to me. Elon Musk launched a rocket up into space. Well, it didn't quite make space, but they did learn a lot. And it got up there. It was the first successful liftoff of his uh, starship. And uh, it, it blew up in spectacular fashion. They have a technical term for that. Uh, but that was interesting. You have a, a guy who uh, shot up a family, parents, and a six-year-old girl, as well as a neighbor, because a basketball went into his yard. You probably haven't heard much about this because, you know, I mean, you heard a lot about the, the white guy who, you know, the, the, the black kid rang his doorbell and the white guy opened the door and shot him. You, that was all over the national media, splashed over. It's still there every day. In fact, there's a GoFundMe account. And he's raised over $3 million um, for, for, for that. But this one was happened to be a black dude who shot up three white people because a basketball went into his yard. And you don't hear about that at all. And I bet there's no gun GoFundMe. And I bet you're not going to hear the politicians screaming and yelling about it. Let's get this show on the road. Like I said, they, they voted for the uh, Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act today in the U.S. House of Representatives. And not a surprisingly, <laughs> right, not surprisingly, not a single Democrat voted for it because apparently Democrats think it's okay and and gender equitable for men, biological males, to wander around in locker rooms of girls and women when it comes to sports and to go ahead and compete against them as well. Because that's fair, right? Not a single one. It passed. Uh, if it makes it through the Senate, which is a big if, Joe Biden has already promised that he will veto this bill. For some reason, they think that it is... Uh, Congress or politicians, again, 
bodily autonomy, bodily autonomy. No, men in women's locker rooms and girls' locker rooms walking around with their junk hanging out and then competing against them on the, 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 the court or on the field or in the pool or in the octagon is, is ludicrous. It's absolutely insane. The fact that, you know what, if you want to earn your own rights like women did for decades and finally resulting in Title IX, if you want to do that, you know, go ahead and start your process. Go start your civil rights movement. You can have your own sports leagues and your own bathrooms and your own equal opportunity, but stop taking it away from women. Ten cowards in the, in the Democrat Party did not vote. And three in the Republican Party also did not vote. They might not have been there. But there's your tally right there. But, uh, you know, McCarthy said just now, pass the Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act. It's a great day in America for families, fairness, and female athletics. And I agree 100%. But the, the, the you know, Swalwell, he came out with some insane tweets. This was one. He said, these creeps want to invade our kids' locker rooms. I'm voting against it. Well, no shit. Of course you are, man, you dipwad. Ugh. Man, I, I, yeah, sometimes I wonder if this guy was born with a stick up his ass or if he put it up there himself afterwards. Anyway, he also came out with another tweet that I, I did, didn't grab where he's saying that uh, McCarthy wants to go in and inspect the genitals of children in the locker room. Absurd. Again, these are not serious people. If they were serious people, they wouldn't be saying such absurd things, right? I think most of us can agree. I, I would believe that most of America agrees. It's got to be a radical fringe. You know... If I'm on the minority in this, ay, ay, ay. how many people think it's okay for dudes to be hanging out in girls' locker rooms and competing against them in sports? I mean, is it really a majority of Americans? And if it is, oh, man. But, uh, you know, Riley Gaines, she's become a big act advocate for this and actually a spokesperson since she was beat out by um, Leah Thomas. <laughs> Leah Thomas, by the way, you know, because it's so fair. As William Thomas, he ranked 462nd in men's swimming, and then he became Leah Thomas, and he ranked number one, taking it away from women like Riley Gaines and others who not only didn't get just beat out, but, you know, there's only so many qualifying positions available as well in each competition. So Riley had this to say. Back to Riley Gaines now. Riley, this is an important moment. How do you feel? I feel grateful for the leadership of Greg Subi, for the leadership of Speaker McCarthy, Virginia Fox, Claudia Tenney, all the co-sponsors of this bill for standing up for women. Um, of course, it's, it's almost um, ironic. The left was once a party that embraced women and fought for women's rights, and now we've seen this narrative being totally flipped. Um, it just shows the war on women is underway and the Democrats will pay for this in 2024. I want to revisit what you were up against as a woman, as an NCAA Division I athlete. It, it just, first of all, just a pause. It takes a lot to be who you as a student athlete are, just in general. But you were going up against, and, and just to, to tell people, 2018-2019, Leah Thomas, a.k.a. William, 
um, was competing when with the men's team before competing against you, Riley, ranked up 554th in the 200 freestyle, 65th ranking in the 500 freestyle, could not compete against the men. Uh, and there you two are on the podium. Take us back again to the competition between you and Leah Thomas and, and why it jarred not just you, not just your team, but the entire sport, all of NCAA sports. Absolutely. So that first day of competition was the 500 freestyle. Um, this was not an event that I did, so I sat on the side of the pool and watched as Leah Thomas won beating out Olympians, beating out American record holders, the most impressive female swimmers this country has ever seen by body lengths. Um, this one swimmer beat every other swimmer in the country by seconds. So that next day of competition was the 200 freestyle, which wasn't the event that Thomas and I raced in and ultimately um, resulted in a tie. We went the exact same time down to the hundredth of a second. And so upon tying, we go behind the awards podium where the official looks at both Thomas and myself and says, great job, you guys tied, but we have one trophy. So this trophy goes to Leah. And when I questioned him, I said, you know, why? Why are you adamant on giving this trophy to Thomas? He says, well, Thomas has to have the trophy for photo purposes. You can mm. pose with this one, but you'll have to give it back. You go home empty handed, Leah takes the trophy home. And that is when my eyes were, I mean, I knew the unfair competition was wrong and I knew the locker room being forced to change in front of someone who was fully intact with an exposing male genitalia. Mm. I knew that was wrong. But when this NCAA official reduced everything that I had worked my entire life for, every girl at that meet had worked their entire life for, down to a photo op for a male, um, that's when I knew I had had enough and I was done waiting for someone else to speak out on behalf of female athletes. Yeah, I mean, think of that. These women, these, these girls, they prepared for their entire lives. They've been swimming for their entire lives. They've been competing for their entire lives to get to the pinnacle of their career. It's like like most college athletes, they will not have any more competitive sports for the rest of their lives. This is it. This is the pinnacle of their competition. The majority of them will not become professionals. They will not become touring competitors. That's it. This is it as seniors in college. And that moment was stolen from them by a male at the blessing of the NCAA and the university. I've got an issue with that. It just, it just it's, it's not right. And it's not, this is not the only time it's happened. Gaines slams Biden proposal title line changes were denying the objective truth Gaines said while appearing on the Hannity on Tuesday, we're denying the sheer essence of humanity. I hate to break it to you all, your viewers, but I guess what we're, we're all here because we're from a man and a woman and we're trying to deny that. What Biden administration is trying to do by rewriting Title IX, it only affects women and affects women in a negative way. There's so much contributing to the erasure of women, whether it be changing language. I mean, it's now offensive to use the term mother. It's birthing person. And it's not breastfeeding. It's chest feeding, Gaines said. So what's going on with the language? There's so much that's erasing women. And yeah, remember when the Democrat Party was all about women's rights, when they were all about, you know, equality for women and equal pay and equal opportunity in sports and in life? Remember that? Well, now they've become the insane party that says, no, now males can dominate over women again and erase them. 
And in fact, we're not even going to use feminine terms because a woman is nothing special. A woman just needs to go to the workplace, never have children, work her entire life for a man. Hmm, it's sad. And swimming is not the only sport this happened in. I mean, this is, uh, this is a track and field event. Check this out. Not even close. And there are examples of track meets all over the country. Of course, this was a pretty famous one, too, in the octagon. Check this out. Uh, a male pretending to be a female slams down a female in the octagon, fracturing her skull. Fox delivering oh, the knees, and that's oh. it. Fallon Fox. Holy cow. Oh. Game over. Wow. And a quick finish to our first, our first women's $20,000 championship tournament fight. Two winners, one more bag. $20,000 on the line. A dude goes in there, beats the crap out of a female, wins the prize, gets his arm raised up, wins the bout. I mean, if you're okay with that, there's something, there's something seriously fucking wrong with you. How about volleyball? Check this one out. Dude, getting ready to spike the ball. Bam. Knocked her out. Smashed her face. The fact is, there are physical differences between men and women, and no about of hormone blockers or estrogen or you know reverse testosterone or whatever is going to change that. The bone structure is larger, stronger, more, more muscle mass is on those bones. It simply is what it is. Even tube sock guy arms who sit around and play video games all day and never exercise are stronger than most women. Some would call them beta boys. But they're still physically stronger because they're men, man. We're built differently. God made us differently. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But Democrats think that that's a horrible thing and that men need to be able to dominate women. It's ridiculous. Here in Washington State, we have a similar thing going on, but they're going to attack the children instead. We've passed a lot of different bills. So we have 5599 right now, which is up. It's, it's passed both the Senate and the House. It's gone through reconciliation. Uh, our governor, uh, Jay Inslee, has said he's going to sign it, of course, because he's a communist bastard who hates women and hates children and wants nothing except control. And this bill will allow minors to run away from home, go to a youth shelter, and say that they don't feel comfortable at home because they want to transition. And transition in this bill has been defined as the same as abuse, verbal or, or physical or sexual. It's in the same category. So then they get protected. But not only that, the shelter does not have to notify the parents where the child is, if they're even safe, and there's no recourse. And they can, on, t on top of that, then go ahead and get gender-affirming care and have their bodies mutilated. They can take uh, hormone blockers and chemical castration drugs, and the parent has no say in it whatsoever. 
but here's here's what led up to this in Washington State. So we had uh, State Bill 5889, which allows children between the ages of 13 and 17 can get access to gender-affirming care without parental consent. So this was already a thing. Kids from 13 to 17 can already do this. 5904, the companion bill, which allowed outpatient mental health to children without parental consent. So again, getting health care without parental consent. 5313 requires insurance companies to cover cosmetic surgeries for gender-affirming care. So uh, insurance companies in Washington State are now required to pay for mastectomies and taking off body parts of perfectly healthy young people, and the rest of the state pays for it. This new bill, 5599, will allow kids to run away from home or be advised. School counselors often are the ones who have advised them to do this, to run away at any age, any age, six years old, eight years old, to a state-run facility for medical transition. Parents will lose all rights over their children. Not only does this allow young kids to be medicalized, but opens the door for children to be trafficked. And as I mentioned, the state and the authorities are not required to tell the parents where the child is or if they are even safe. So basically the state has taken your child. How about that? What's really in this bill? Well, I'm going to pull up some things here so you can see the law because some of them are trying to to whitewash it and say, oh, that's not what it is. We're just trying to protect kids, you know, and, and give them the right. Here, here's where it starts out. And this is just blowing up so the top line is highlighted there. And you can go look this up yourself if you want. It's Senate Bill uh, or House Bill 5599 in Washington State. Unless there is a compelling reason to not contact the parent or guardian. So it says, Every six months when a youth remains in a host home longer than six months, unless there is a compelling reason to not contact the parent. So a compelling reason. Let's take a look at what a compelling reason is. Compelling reason. This is their definition of compelling reason. Compelling reason means the youth is in the host home or seeking placement in a host home to receive protected health care services. We've already defined what those are. Protected health care services has the same meaning as provided in chapter laws of 2023 Senate Bill 5489. Continues. Compelling reasons include, but are not limited to, Circumstances that indicate that notifying the parent or legal guardian will subject the minor to abuse or neglect as defined in RCW 2644020 or, and this is the big one, when a minor is seeking or receiving protected health care services, protected health care services has the same meaning as provided in chapter laws 2023. Now those laws define gender affirming care as that exception. So, Gender-affirming care now has the same protected services as abuse. That's how it's defined. So if a parent steers their child away from seeking this sort of care or doesn't agree with it, the child can simply run away from home, seek asylum, in essence, at a state-funded shelter. The state will pay for their care. And the parent never needs to be notified. I can't stress how how important this is. It's going to be signed into law. They said today, uh, so far as the time of this recording, it had not been signed into law. But uh, tomorrow I'm going to be down here. I'm going to go down to Olympia, Washington. I'll be doing uh, roving interviews. Uh, my, me and my producer will be there. We're going to talk with several uh, 
people who are involved in the movement of protecting kids, as well as politicians that are either in office or running for office. We're going to just check out the crowd. Uh, word is there's going to be some counter-protesting there from Antifa, which we expect, but we will be safe, we will be peaceful, and we will make our voices heard. So again, this is tomorrow, Friday, April 21st from 3 to 5 p.m. in Olympia, Washington. If anybody wants to participate, please go there. I won't have a show on tomorrow, like I said, because I'm going to be on site doing interviews, and I'm going to drop that off on either uh, Saturday, probably Monday, depending on the news cycle and what we're going to do here. But um, conservative ladies of Washington, uh, moms for liberty, <sighs> gays against groomers, Washington. So hashtag protect our children. That's where I'm going to be tomorrow. And I encourage everybody who's in Washington State to get down there, if at all possible. Another thing that popped up in Washington State was this. And Snohomish is a small town in Washington State. It's not a large town. And they're going to do a pride parade. Oh, you know, okay. I mean, it's not like a pride parade is new. It's, it's But it's no longer done in the, it used to be done in the queer neighborhoods of cities. Now it's being done all over the place. Whatever. I mean, it's free country. Do whatever the hell you want. But they're also going to have a drag show. And this isn't where this story gets interesting. What makes this story interesting is the Snohomish County School, the Snohomish, uh, excuse me, school district there, they approved this flyer to be sent home with all of their students. So they're supporting the event. Now, they, this is a, a school district that does not allow the celebration or promotion of Mother's Day or Father's Day for the fear that it might exclude some children and make them feel bad because not all children might have a, both a mother and or a father. So that's bad. Can't celebrate Mother's Day or Father's Day, but they'll promote the hell out of a gay pride parade in town that also has a drag show attached to it. So it's not just a it's not just a parade. They're also going to have a drag show for kids. This is designed for kids. Remember, they put this flyer out in K through 12 in their school district, sent it home with all the kids. A lot of pissed off parents. And what is the oh, they're gonna do a wine walk too, so that's involved alcohol for sure. And what is the after party to an event like this? Yeah, you have a gay parade and a drag show that's been promoted through uh grade school aged children throughout Snohomish and this is in Washington state. And there's an after party. <sighs> you know, if you're in Washington state, I, I suggest contacting this, uh, the city of Snohomish and Snohomish school district and voicing your opinion. You can do it on the phone. You can do it via email. You can do it, go down there in person, but, uh, We're going to get to the, we're going to drop into the weirdness portion of the show here. And uh, that's a lot of heavy stuff. I mean, we, we covered, I mean, but the whole thing is, you know, why are, why does the left hate women and children so much? And in essence, the family unit, because that's what this all amounts to is the erasure ultimately of the family, of a cohesive nuclear family unit, Right. All right, let's jump into the weird portion of the show. This was uh, definitely uh, won the uh, won the t- best tweet, the best Twitter moment of last year. 
who can forget this one? I apologize. That was perfect. I'm breaking all the rules. I'm breaking all the rules. Well, I guess uh, we might make some mistakes. Who knows? I think one of the biggest problems we have in D.C. is that everyone's egos are too big. I actually just prefer to have no titles at all. You're opening yourself up. I'm just being me. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Any funnier than that? Oh my gosh! And then, uh, then this week we had this happen. Joe Biden. I mean, come on. He and I've, I've said this before. He's got a when he leaves the podium or a stage or the microphone, whatever it is, he has a fifty-fifty chance of going the right direction to leave. How is it that ninety percent of the time he goes the wrong direction, or he doesn't even know where the hell he is? This is one of the. This falls into the he doesn't know where the hell he is category. Now, keep in mind, this is his house. This is his home, the White House. This is where he lives. He should know where he's going, right? I'm going to go over and sign that executive order. Thank you. He has no idea where he is. Where's my people? Where's my handlers? I don't know where I'm going. If you're just listening on the radio or on one of the podcast channels, please, you've got to go to rumble.com slash the nun report so you can watch this video and check it out because uh, that there, there's some visuals going on here. But for those that aren't able to do that, he leaves the podium. He exits stage left, which I guess is lawn left because he's outside on the grass. And he walks about 10 paces and then just stops because there's nobody there to greet him. He has no handlers. He doesn't know where he's going or what he's doing. And it, it, it kind of, uh, it was super awkward, just like this was. And this is the last weirdness of the day. First of all, welcome to the happy place. I'm so happy to be in the happy place. Thank you. <laughs> I have to ask, out of all the places you could be, why did you choose to stop by the happy place? Why wouldn't one go to the happy place? We search for the happy place. I'm so happy to be with you. True. <laughs> Kamala Harris. At least she's in a happy place. She can cackle there as much as she wants. That's what they do in the happy place, I guess. Okay, back to a little bit of seriousness here. Um, earlier in the week, you know that uh, a young man was was shot for ringing the doorbell. We don't know the whole situation behind it or the story behind it, but he was shot by the homeowner when he opened the door. Uh, apparently, it was, it was pretty sudden. There was no provocation uh, is what is being reported. We don't know for sure, but it was a white homeowner and a young black youth that was at the door. That was all over national news. He has a GoFundMe account that have raised over $3 million for him. And that was a huge deal, right? Yet when something like this happens, when you have a six-year-old girl 
who was hit by shrapnel from bullets, and the father who was protecting her, he threw basically put his body in harm's way to block bullets from killing his child. When they happened to look like this, and the suspect happens to look like this, all of a sudden there's no media coverage at all. It was covered on local news sources, and it was picked up by, there was a couple of small stories in the New York uh, Post and Times. But it's not all over every, I mean, this should be, this was a big deal. Why did he shoot these people? Well, a group of kids were playing basketball out on a, a street hoop, excuse me, and the the uh, the ball rolled into his yard. This guy obviously has an anger issue and mental issues, he didn't like the ball in his yard, and he basically opened up, telling him that he was going to kill them all. And here's the local report. Uh, this was, again, this was in North Carolina. Check this out. Now at 10, we are more than 24 hours into a manhunt for the suspect who allegedly opened fire on his neighbors and their kids when child was hit in the face. Thank you for joining us. I'm Brian Blakely. Their father still in the hospital tonight. And take a good look of this mugshot of Robert Singletary. Gaston County authorities say he is wanted on four counts of attempted first-degree murder. Queen City News reporter Daniel Pierce live from Gaston County tonight. Daniel, you've learned more about why authorities say Singletary is dangerous. Yeah, a lot of what we've been able to learn just in the past few hours has been coming from these court documents. These right here are from his arrest back in December to where he is accused of assaulting his girlfriend and then kidnapping her. He has been out on bond since being arrested, and we do know that authorities have been called out to his home more recently there on April Drive. And you couple that with what happened last night, and neighbors say that it seemed as if he had no regard for human life. He walked through his yard, and he said he was going to kill the kid. Going to kill the kid. Five words allegedly directed at a group of children, some barely old enough to touch a basketball rim by 24-year-old Robert Singletary. He tried to shoot him. Six-year-old Kinsley White and her mother, Ashley Hildebrand, said the shooting started because one of the neighborhood kids walked into Singletary's yard near the corner of Apple Drive and Greer Street, all to get their basketball. He was heard yelling at kids, then adults, and then... We're getting multiple calls in right now. Somebody is saying their child has been shot. Well, I heard the pow, 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 pow. Kinsley's father, William White, was shot multiple times. And when he went to the ground, the guy continued to shoot. He didn't care who he shot, who he, who he, who he killed. He was out to kill any and everybody. Kinsley was shot in the left side of her cheek. It stuck in her cheek. It didn't go all the way through her mouth. Or how, it, how it lodged the way it did is God was with her. <laughs> Gaston County Court documents revealed Singletary's been on law enforcement radar since October. On October 4th, he claimed his girlfriend hit him with her vehicle in a domestic dispute. He even took out a restraining order against her on October 7th. Then on December 2nd, police arrested Singletary. Allegedly, he had hit the same woman with a wooden sledgehammer, then held her against her will until she changed clothes, then threatened to kill her family. He was later released on bond. Police have responded to this area before, but won't say why, only that justice isn't far behind. What in the world was this guy doing out in public? 
released on bond. At least they have bond in North Carolina. In states like New York and Illinois, there's no cash bail. People like that get out on the streets just with the promise of coming back for a court date, which, of course, they never do. The Biden administration has decided that people with good credit, people that have been responsible, you know, a credit score of 680 or higher, people that are able to put down 15 to 20% on a home, you know, responsible people who who saved and who were responsible with paying their bills and made sure they didn't get their debt to income too high. Those people, they're going to now be punished because that's what you do in a socialist and communist society is you punish the ones who are productive to give to those who refuse to be productive. So what does this mean? In the bottom line, it means that most people with a, a higher credit score and able to put a larger down payment are going to end up with a fee on their mortgage of about $40 per month to help offset those with lesser credit scores and a smaller down payment to give them lower interest rates so they can get into better homes. This is an effort to help those of disadvantaged communities, of course, and people of color, because that's always what it's about. Unless it's about erasing women and replacing them with men, it's the party of insanity is what it is. So, Again, if you do well, if you build up your credit score, if you pay your bills on time, you now get to pay for those who refuse to do those same responsible measures that you took. It's not unlike paying off other student loans, even though you never even took one out, or maybe you paid yours off responsibly like you should have. Finishing out the week here, just a couple of more things I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pop in on here. One is... I've seen this, I saw this clip floating around a few times and I'm going to play it for you. It was, well, of course it was on The View. Um, the largest load of baby diaper stuff that you could possibly get a hold of. This is what was said. This before and I'm going to get in trouble. But I have said this before and it's been in print. I don't know what the difference between our Christian right and the Taliban is. I have no idea what the difference is. You're not the only person who's said that. I don't, I, I, I just don't know what the difference is. Yeah. What's happening in this country right now in the name of religion is so dangerous. So are they completely stupid? Are they, are they, I mean, they can't possibly be that ignorant. Are they just being, you know, bombastic and trying to be, you know, in your face and, and make a point? Or are they really that freaking stupid? The last I heard the Christian right in the United States wasn't uh, making women wear burqas and hide their faces in public because they could only be seen in private. The last I heard, they weren't stoning women in the streets because somebody happened to rape them, and therefore they were the ones who committed adultery. The last I heard, the Christian right wasn't throwing gay people off of rooftops and killing them simply because of their sexual preferences. The last I heard, the Christian right wasn't disallowing women to drive or to vote or to have credit. And in case you wonder, and those are all things that the Taliban does. And for this bimbo to sit there and say, of course, she's on the dumbest, lowest rated show on TV. The view is in the toilet. I mean, the view is, you're looking down at the toilet bowl when you look at the view nowadays. But the fact that anybody could even say that and be, she appears serious. 
that she doesn't see a difference between the Christian right in the United States and the Taliban. This is how dumb these people are. They have they have fungus for brain. I don't know. They're, they're just not very bright people, and they're not serious people. I started off the show with that, right? Here's the none better take of the day. You've got uh, Democrats running this country that believe men should be able to erase women. A group of our population that fought for decades for equal rights, finishing in Title IX and their right to compete equally in sports. They have equal pay. They have equal opportunity. They can vote. They can have credit cards. All of these things they fought for. And now we're allowing women to pretend to be, or men to pretend to be women and compete against them to wander around in front of them in locker rooms with their junk hanging out completely intact in girls' and women's locker rooms. And they're fine with that. In fact, if you don't think that that's okay, then you're the pervert. According to to Swalwell, Eric Swalwell, you know, the one who, who was boinking the Chinese spy? Yeah, he says that, you know, McCarthy wants to inspect the genitals of children in the locker room. But he's perfectly fine with men exposing their genitals in the locker room to girls. This is, this is insane. We, we cannot continue to have this. In Washington State, you have, you have a legislature that is put into law today. It's going to be signed by the governor that children can run away from home, go to a shelter and say, I want to transition and my parents don't want me to. That's now defined as abuse, the same as sexual or physical abuse. So the child gets shelter, but on top of that, the state is not only not required to notify the parents, they're not allowed by law to notify the parents where the child is. So imagine you're a parent. Your kid runs away. You're distraught. You're upset. You're calling all over the place. Maybe you're calling the police station. You're putting up signs in the neighborhood. All this time, your kid was down at a local shelter getting hormone therapy and mastectomies. Oh, yeah, because they can do that, too, on state tax, state tax dollars. People who have better credit ratings who save up for a down payment on a home now have to be penalized for being responsible adults and pay a fee to support those who don't have good credit ratings and can't afford a larger down payment so that they can have lower interest rates. So the person who was responsible has a higher interest rate, has to pay a fee to support those who were not as responsible and get to have a lower interest rate. I don't know what world I'm living in anymore. This is uh, this has been something else. The, the way this is going, the way this is heading, I don't know where it will end. I do know that we need to continue fighting and we need to continue to exercise our First Amendment rights of free speech and assembly. That's part of what this show is about. Tomorrow I'm going to be down in Olympia, Washington, participating in a protest against this insane law in Washington State that allows the state to basically kidnap your children and transition them without parental notification of where they are, if they're even safe, and what's being done to them. So I'm going to be down there in Olympia, Washington. If you're in Washington State, come on down. I'm going to be doing uh, roving interviews uh, all afternoon. 
and let's make our voices heard. It's going to become law. We can't stop it. But what we can do is go out there and make our voices heard and be seen and be heard. I think it's important. We can't, we can't just let the left be the only side that's seen and heard. We need to do the same. We need to get out there for causes that we believe strongly in. And, uh, and that's one that I think is very deserving of attention. Anyway, hey, if you've just been listening on the radio, renegaderadio.com or any of the podcast channels, make sure to check it out on rumble.com slash the nun report. I put up a lot of video today that on, on audio, it might be hard to understand what was going on, but if you get the visual, you're going to want to check that out. I'm on all the socials at the nun report, except for TikTok because I don't do that commie BS or just go to my website, thenunreport.com. You can click into everything right there at one stop, one shop. Anyway, hey, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.